let's be real. We got a couple of great topics for you today, but we're gonna start with a very interesting one in the NBA. All right, something I wanna bring up, something that should be an amazing event and has turned into something I- Yeah, something hot garbage that I do not care about in the slightest anymore. The NBA All-Star Weekend. Now, I think there are a couple things that you can do to fix it. And for the most part, that includes scrapping what you have as of right now for your All-Star Weekend. Hold on, before we talk about what we can do to fix it, what are the issues that you see with it right now? Well, for one, the All-Star Game is so pathetic to watch. I mean, you're scoring, what was the score? Like 190 was the winning team this year. And they're saying, oh, how good Jason Tatum did by scoring 55 points. When you score 190 points, who really cares? There's absolutely no defense being played. Yeah, literally one crossover move at the top of the key and you have a wide open lane for a dunk or a layup because nobody's going to play defense on you. And as you probably all have seen, the famous Steph Curry laying down while Giannis is coming in to dunk. Like, come on, guys. The all-star game, they used to actually try. They used to play defense. What is going on nowadays? It has turned in from basketball to a comedy show, for sure. They want showmanship. And I, the only thing about the all-star game I can really appreciate right now is people draining deep threes. To me, that's still crazy impressive when you can pull it from half court and swish it every time. Like, obviously, I don't do it every time, but it's phenomenal to see in the game the confidence they have. But the thing is, that's not basketball. That's a Harlem Globetrotters game. Exactly. And another thing I'm going to go into is if you're not going to actually play basketball or you're not going to have your stars trying or participating, I would rather see a bunch of random people play than them. Yeah, to the fact that watching random people, I mean, that's what the majority of the world gets into during March Madness. The majority of the world doesn't follow college basketball. They want to see these random people that they don't know duking it out in a super high-intense game because every single person on that court cares about winning. You would literally have more participation if you took a random 100 people, put them on the court, and said, you guys are going to play in a tournament for basketball for $100,000. Go. That would be more entertaining than watching this. And that is definitely not the way to fix it, but we need intensity. That's what we need. That's a great point. And speaking of having random people participating in the All-Star break, the dunk contest needs to be changed. Because right now, I don't want to see some random nobody playing at the end of the bench doing okay dunks. I would rather see actual professional dunkers dunking rather than that. So there are multiple fixes that need to be made in each of the contests during the All-Star Weekend, and we're going to get into those right now. All right, let's start with the skills competition. Tell me how we're fixing that. For one, I think that you need to, and this is going to be a theme throughout this, Expand it so that it's not just current NBA players participating. One, I do think that current NBA players should participate. But two, you should expand it to former NBA players participating as well. Make it so that 
former NBA players can come in and say, hey, guess what? I can dribble, I can pass, I can shoot, which they all can. So bring in some of your former NBA players, former beloved NBA players, and get some interest in this category. No, I mean, I completely agree with that. Are you telling me you don't want to see Magic Johnson dribbling down the court, hitting the behind-the-back pass into the net to score points? Like, I 100% would want to see all these guys, and the majority of the world would want to, too, because the way the NBA is growing, the population of the fans are getting older and older. And they're always thinking back to, back in my day, I know everybody has heard that before. Well, back in my day, these guys used to be excellent. Let's see them. They still are. Let's see them actually perform in a competition that they can control. And I think if you have an upset, because I don't think anybody's going to say a modern NBA player shouldn't be one of these retired guys. But if you do have an upset of an older player coming out and winning one of these competitions, that would be absolutely insane and awesome. That would make headline news all around the world. Talk about improved viewership better viewing experience, and ultimately more money for the NBA. Exactly. So now we're going to go away from the skills competition into the dunk contest. The best way to fix the dunk contest is, drumroll please, eliminating the contest. I know that sounds crazy, weird, but hear me out. I think the dunk contest got to a point where people don't care if they win. And I love your... Specifically the stars, because the stars do not participate. Yeah, absolutely. And I love your idea of bringing professional dunkers in. And I think if you want to have a sideshow of professional dunkers having a dunk contest, and that's going to bring them more airtime, more money, they're going to be so invested in it, that that would be an interesting thing to watch as a contest. But as a dunk exhibition, I would love to see it going back to old school wrestling, throw in the Royal Rumble, exact same theme have one nba player come out at the time throw on some music shut the lights off start drama with these people running out onto the court getting one chance slam dunking the ball however they want and then send out the next guy just go back to back to back for five minutes probably probably won't even take that long but have old time guys come back have new guys come back have celebrities come out to the point of you don't know who's going to walk out next to throw down a dunk so that you are so surprised every time it happens. And it's scripted, so they can make it 100% awesome. They can have the mascot come run out and throw down a dunk. They can have Shaq get up off the table and go slam one down. It would increase viewership and be crazy. And then you can have fans vote and have a true fan vote of who was your favorite, a social media vote of which dunk was the best, which was your favorite. It's only going to increase viewership and participation and ultimately it's the same thing now as an exhibition versus just keeping it an exhibition with other players and when we say scripted we just mean having people come out we're not saying the results are scripted because i know a couple years in the past especially with aaron gordon a lot of people feel that some players have been gotten ripped off by the voting twice exactly all right now we move on to the three-point competition all right, let's get into this one. Now, I want you to take a guess. How do you think we're going to fix a three-point competition? Bring back some old-timers. Exactly. Look, I know that we have some of the best shooters in the league that we've ever had right now, 
But I really don't want to see somebody who isn't that big of a star in the league shooting three-pointers and making eight of them. Or, for that matter, Paul George a couple years ago shooting three-pointers. He had, what, like eight points at the top end, and he hit the backboard? I mean, it was absolutely pathetic. We need to get people who are genuinely good at shooting from modern day and back in the day come out here and participate in this three-point contest. Absolutely. And it's not like these guys stop playing basketball and lose all feel and can't shoot threes. They are still going to be elite shooters. And the fact that when you're talking about that we're watching these stars come out here and hit eight shots, right? it's pathetic. At this point, we watched Draymond Green get lose to Kevin Hart in a three-point contest. Why are we not just pulling down people from the stands and saying, here, let's do a tournament of a three-point contest. Whoever wins gets 100 grand. That would have way more viewership and way more interest just because you're actually giving something to people that somebody cares about. Now, I want to paint a picture for you guys. All right. We're going to bring some of the best shooters of all time. Let's bring in... Hmm, I don't know, Larry Bird. Let's bring in, I don't know, Reggie Miller. Let's bring in Ray Allen. Let's bring in these great three-point shooters. And even people who you don't necessarily think are terrific NBA shooters or aren't in the top end. Say if Michael Jordan wants to come back and participate in the three-point contest, everybody knows how much Michael Jordan loves competing if you told him he had a chance to compete in a three-point contest against modern NBA players, he would work his butt off to try and beat them. You told him he gets a nickel if he won. He would still compete as if it was $10 million. And can you imagine a three-point competition with Steph Curry, with Larry Bird, with Ray Allen, with Reggie Miller, and Klay Thompson, and Kevin Durant? Are you telling me that is not going to be one of the coolest spectacles that you will see all year in the sports world, that I, would be amazing. I am highly invested already. I want to see this happen. I mean, I think that would genuinely make the All-Star Weekend a lot better, but the main thing that needs to be changed is the All-Star Game. How would you go about doing that? I know. You're going to be very surprised by this response. Old-timers. <laughs> and now you're saying, how are the old-timers going to be able to compete in a full-court NBA game against modern players. Well, it's not going to be a regular game. It's going to be a 2v2 competition. We're going to get two players, and it, we'll, we'll talk about how, what two players you're going to get, but we're going to get two players, and they're going to be in one spot of the bracket, and we're going to have, say, 32 teams. Okay, you're kind, gonna, kind of like a March Madness bracket. Kind of like a March Madness bracket. You're going to go down the line until you get to the last team. And the last two teams, whoever wins gets a prize. Right? So I think what you need to do for the modern NBA players is break them up from best backcourt player to the worst frontcourt. And you keep flipping back and forth between those until you get even teams for modern NBA players. Now, for the rest of the slots, you open it up to former NBA players that want to come play. And we're going to paint a picture for you again. Can you imagine Larry Bird and Magic Johnson coming in to play a 2v2 game against modern NBA players? 
That would be absolutely amazing. I think this solves a big problem because when you get groups of people together in the 5v5 setting, nobody's trying. And putting them one-on-one or 2v2, it's still going to be iso ball, so it's going to be one-on-one at the ultimately end of the day. You're now establishing an area that highlights the best part of All-Star Weekend, which was when guys like Jason Tatum and um, Jalen Brown went head-to-head and actually played defense on each other for one possession because they had that rivalry. You are going to get those rivalries coming out, and it's going to be phenomenal to see. And on top of that, too, these NBA players nowadays are actually going to be trying in these competitions because if they go and they get beat out by an old retired guy, that's going to be kind of embarrassing for them, let's be honest. But on the flip side, if one of the old timers does something good, they upset a modern NBA grouping, man, that would just, that would be amazing. I would love to see that. I would love to see Larry Bird and Magic Johnson get far. I would love to see Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen team up again and get far in a 2v2. And we're not talking full court. We're talking half court. It's not going to be running, running, running back and forth because of obviously the modern NBA players would beat them out. And here's the thing too, a half court basketball game, they do these one-on-ones all the time in practice. This is not now they have to dog it up and down the court because they don't want to get injured. It's a lot safer of an environment, first of all. That's a great point. And I think the level of competition would be so drastically increased in all of these categories, in the skills competition, in the dunk contest, in the three-point contest, and in the 2v2 tournament. I think you would get so much more participation and trying by these players because it would be like LeBron saying, going up against Michael Jordan in the 2v2 competition. Are you telling me they both wouldn't go at it? And if Michael Jordan loses in the 2v2 competition to LeBron, does that mean Michael Jordan is worse than LeBron? No, Michael Jordan's like 60. Like there's a clear differential, but it's a 2v2 tournament and it would be such a cool spectacle to see, which in the end, that's what the all-star break is supposed to be. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be exciting. And now there's a lot of power in the hands of the fans for voting for all-star. If we keep the power in their hands how it is now, it sucks. It makes All-Star Weekend even more miserable. But if we create in that bracket, just say there was four teams that the fans got to vote on, or in the three-point contest, there was two people that the fans got to vote in, that would make that so much more enjoyable because they would vote in somebody absolutely nuts that shouldn't be there. Oh, they just voted in Shaquille O'Neal in the three-point contest. Now he has the pressure to not suck in front of everybody. (laughs) Or they vote in, like, the whole Caruso thing that went on forever that was terrible. Same philosophy. Yeah, let's bring in Taco Fall and, like, Boban, or Talking Fall and Shaq. They are my favorites to win that 2v2 tournament, just for the record. Again, you bring in these players, and it would be absolutely amazing. Now... I don't know about putting them in, like, uh, I want, like, the skills competitions, the dunk contests, the three-point contests. I want those to be actual people trying. But to add in a team for the 2v2 tournament, I'm definitely up for for allowing fans to vote in a team they really want to see in there. I think it's even fine in the dunk contest. Well, dunk contest, I'd like to have it be more, nobody knows who's coming out. Nobody at all spoils that, and it's truly a surprise for who comes out. 
But for something like the skills contest or three-point contest, I think a fan voted in person who then also wants to try and win offering a prize or something like that, that's good incentive to win and they're not going to want to lose in that environment because you're talking about losing to the old timers. Now, you're going to ask, how do we get these old NBA players to want to come back? Well, I think one is you give them some money to come back and participate, right? Like, if if you're bringing these old players back and you're changing the All-Star weekend, as we're saying it should be done, the NBA is going to be making so much money off of that that it's going to be worth them paying some of the old players to come back and participate. And not only that, I think you should put up money for the winner of each one. So that way you get X amount of dollars for winning the three-point contest and X amount of dollars for winning the 2v2 tournament. I would double it. I would say, not me personally, (laughs) Um, I would have X amount of dollars for the winner and X amount of dollars to their choice of charity. Because I like how they do that. They have the charity involved. That does encourage people who already have money to perform a little bit better. But I like the double double incentive. That is a great point. That may not be the absolute perfect format, and there are obviously some holes involved that can get ironed out. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it will not make All-Star Weekend worse. It will make it 10 times better and instilling a change is needed. They need to make a super big move in a different direction and then try to build from there to make All-Star Weekend good again. All right, let's get into the top 100 players in MLB according to the MLB. Now, we're not going to go through 100 all the way to 1. We're going to do 10 at a time starting from 50. So here we go. Let's get 50 to 41. All right, here we go. Coming in at number 50, we got Julio, 49, George Springer, 48, Byron Buxton, 47, Jimenez, 46, Marcus Simeon, 45, Jeff McNeil, 44, Kyle Schwarber, 43, Matt Olson, 42, Will Smith, and 41, Adley. Now. Didn't we- realize they allowed slappers in the MLB. <laughs> Different Will Smith. Anyway, <laughs> I like that. All right, so what stands out to you? There's a lot wrong with this list. I don't know what MLB is smoking with the entire list, but for the most part, I'm going to try to keep it within these 10 players. I don't want to be going back by 30 players and being like, this guy needs to be up here and this guy should be back here. And I'm going to try to keep this as uncontroversial as possible which usually is not possible for me anyways. So here we go. So what stands out to you most about this list? All right, so what stands out to me is Adley at 41. And I know you want to, like, give the guy credit, I guess, or try and say he could be this. But can you really put somebody that high on the list if they haven't even played a full season yet? There is absolutely no way that he should be there. I 100% agree with you, and I'm thinking the exact same thing. Adley, let's just compare apples to apples. Adley is one ranking above Will Smith. Will Smith is the second best catcher in all of MLB. He's (laughs) (laughs) The fact that he is above Will Smith is ridiculous. Will Smith is literally top two catchers in MLB right now proven catcher at an elite level. Dodger fans will argue that he's number one. 
probably some other fans that will argue that he's not top two, but he's at least in the top three. Worst possible case, top four in all of MLB right now for catchers. And the fact that you have somebody who has not proven that he can compete at an elite level for an entire season is above him is a slap in the face to Will Smith. No pun intended. (laughs) Okay, that was good. All right, the other thing that stands, like, we can spend all day picking apart this list, but ultimately there's one more thing that stands out to me an insane amount. Byron Buxton is not the 48th best player in MLB right now. That is a absolute joke. Anyone who thinks he's even within like the top 80 is smoking something. Let me let me read you some stats of his. So Byron Buxton is not only 48, but he's also one above George Springer. So let's compare these two stats from the 2022 season. George Springer in the 2022 season had an av- a batting average of 267. Let's see how the better Byron Buxton did. Oh, look, he only batted 224. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, my thoughts are there is a huge discrepancy between those batting averages and the fact that he is one above him. I mean, that that's just absolutely insane. He's literally trending downwards in his career. His career batting average is 244, and last year he batted 224. So he's not even trending upwards. And the fact that Springer hung right around his career average, his career average is 269, and he batted 267. Like he's right on par with what he's consistently doing season in and season out. The fact that Byron Buxton had one good season in home runs and got 28, like we're putting way too much pressure on the home runs saying that, oh my gosh, he got 28 home runs. He's going to be an amazing person. Springer, by the way, had 25. So we're talking three home run difference. And they both have the same war, which war is kind of pointless anyways, as we know. But out of these 10 players, Buxton is for sure the player that does not belong here and is most likely to bust this season. Well, all right then, a Byron Buxton bust. You heard it here first. Don't forget to hit that subscribe and like button. If you think we're wrong, comment down below. And until next time, keep it real.